Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Hump Day. Today is Wednesday, and I'm very excited to be joined by someone I've dreamt of, hum of humping for <laughs> so long. And she's finally here. You guys are quaking. I'm quaking. It's Paige DeSorbo. Paige, welcome to The Toast. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You I'm look so excited. Stunning. Like, thank very you. toasty. I dressed for the set. Yeah, no, you're looking good. You're looking like a part of the couch. I was like, what would Jackie love to say? I know. So this has been really hard for Jackie because, like, this month, we don't really have a lot of guests on the show and this month obviously thank you for subbing in for Jackie of as course. she's on her maternity leave and it's like all the people Jackie wants to meet <laughs> and she's like happy for the toast but she's like devastated as yeah. well Jackie loves you well the audacity of her to have a baby right now it's honestly disgusting <laughs> yeah. and it's so disrespectful to you it really is it really I DM'd is. her and I was like it's just rude isn't it crazy though like, that you wanted to be a mom <laughs> right now so nasty it's like I'm wearing silk <laughs> how dare you <laughs> I am so excited you're here first of all I have like really fallen in love with you I was like Thank very you. late to the summer house game. Okay. Um, and I really feel like your entry to the show kind of expedited my my journey on the show because I feel like you add just such great energy to Thank the show. And wow, don't read Twitter then. Oh, do you read like a lot of <laughs> I don't actually. Good. Like in this past season, I haven't gone on Twitter one time. So smart. And you just like you can't. You can't. Is this a new haircut? Yeah. I love. Oh my god, I chopped it last week. <gasps> That's so like brave and I mean that in a good way like I wouldn't I'm so insecure like my hair is like my my like security okay well we filmed the reunion on Friday so you have this hair and I was getting my I sh like showed my hairstylist what I wanted and uh -huh. he was like well you have to be shorter for me to achieve that look oh. so he literally chopped it in my kitchen like oh the morning God. of it I was like just so do it the morning of <laughs> yeah, like, that's I'm psychotic I'm in hair and makeup and he's like I'm cutting it and I was like cut it oh my it looks so good how was the reunion you know, um, reunion is like my least favorite day of the year. And I almost passed out in it's the middle of it. And Andy's like talking about God knows what. And my whole left arm went <gasps> numb. Holy shit. And my head started doing this like weird, like I literally thought I was having a stroke. And <gasps> I was like, here I am having a stroke on, on national camera. television. Such good TV. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna, people are going to be like, she planned that. She like passed oh, out on purpose. People are so annoying. <laughs> you know, there's a corner of the Bravo fandom that's like so fucking toxic. It's Crazy. insane. It will. It is a cult. Yes. You know. And I asked Hannah this because this is like what I'm most curious about when it comes to Bra Bravo reality shows is the reunion. Yeah. And I just want to know like what that's like because Andy's always Instagram story. He's like, oh, it's 8 a.m. and then it's 8 p.m. and we're still yeah. here. What are those days like? What do you when do you eat? When do you go to the bathroom? So we woke up this this past reunion. Amanda actually came over to my apartment at 530. Ooh. We started hair and makeup. We got to the studio at nine. Mm. We start filming at like 10, 30, 11. Andy had a call at two. So we broke for lunch oh, for nice. an hour. And then we went until like 730. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. That, and you're probably so irritable just because like of the drama, but then also because yeah. you're so fucking tired. And also you're like, I don't care. I know. Because <laughs> it was eight a months year ago. ago. Yeah, like, that's so I true. don't remember. That's actually so true. I didn't think about that. Well, I have like a whole list of summer house, okay. just really quick questions that I want to ask you. And the first question comes from me, but it also comes from every person on the planet. <laughs> Where the fuck is Alex? <laughs> So Alex, oh, he's so cute. Was he at the reunion? Um, yes, Alex was at the reunion. Okay. The thing is that there were so many of us this year. Yes. And we are all camera whores. Yes. So like when things are happening, they just don't have enough camera people to follow everyone. Right. So it's kind of like the main stories get followed. Yeah. And he's like so nice that he wasn't like screaming at anyone. I know. And you know, that actually makes sense because the way that I perceive it is like, and that was my next question, is just like the Danielle of it all. How like this became Danielle's fight at the yeah. dinner party when Loki had had nothing to do with Danielle. And I think in the same way, like you, 
you are to Sierra what Danielle is to Lindsay. And like, yeah. you didn't really stand up and get involved. So now knowing that there's like a shortage of cameras, like it actually makes sense. Like she was like looking for a moment because it felt so odd to me. I'm like, this is a fight between Lindsay and Sierra. Like, yeah. why the fuck is Danielle getting all up yeah. in it? But now, now that actually makes sense to me. Yeah. And Danielle definitely goes very hard for Lindsay. And so what um, body did the two of them bury together that they are like <laughs> stuck together like that? It's so weird. Probably Stravi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's guy. so weird. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, oh, I just was watching last night Sierra on Watch Happens Live, looking yes. stunning, beautiful, Stun perfect, smart. Everything. It's hard to look at her sometimes. It's really upsetting, actually. And then Andy like made the comment about nurses, and I thought that was really funny. And then like the nurses turned on Andy. <laughs> but John Mayer was the bartender, and like yes. I was feeling something. My mom texted me and she was like, all I want is for John Mayer and Sierra to go on a date. I'm telling you, like, there was vibes there. There was. And I wanted to know if, like, he texted her, got her number or anything. I called her, like, immediately the next <laughs> day. And I was like, so you're marrying John Mayer. Right. But no, nothing happened. Shit. But, like, she did smile. And I was like, oh, my God. No, and, like, <laughs> she was just being so... And the whole... I, I felt bad for Andrea, actually, because, like, the right. whole episode of Watch Happens Live was not about him. It was about <laughs> Sierra. And she was just, like, wearing this outfit and, like, she was glowing. And it was, like, the Sierra show. And I just felt yeah. like... John felt that energy yes. for her. <gasps> Absolutely. I'm telling you something could happen. Something's like, going on. I know. And he really likes younger girls, like borderline inappropriate, but <laughs> Sierra's of age. And like, I just think like it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. I would love to go to that wedding. Um, I have some logistical questions about the summer house crew because you guys are I always love admin. You guys are always <laughs> throwing parties. Yeah. And Amanda's always kicking everyone out at like six o'clock. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so it gets to a point in the night where like, okay, we're done with the party. Like, just us as people and we have like more things to talk about we have more things to film and we just don't need random people, people. coming into our house who are like friends of friends mm -hmm. trying to be like hey like well I think and we're like no one cares what you yeah, think yeah, yeah, but yeah, thank yeah. you so much and who are those people who come to the parties like Hamptons hanger honors like who are they so a lot of that like we will invite our core main friends and then we'll be like bring whoever you right. want with you there is like a list at the door that I don't think anyone's ever, ever looked checked. at yeah um so sometimes it does feel like a free-for-all and Amanda is just the best at being like get the fuck get out of here yeah and so they listen to her I got a lot of questions for you about why you never have your own room uh, I have the same question so it's not a preference it just ends up like working out that way. Yeah. Like the first summer when it was me and Hannah, I wanted to room with Hannah mm -hmm. because I was like, this is terrifying. Fun. Yeah. And I need someone with me. Mm -hmm. And then it just was like, okay, well, me and Hannah will always room together. Got it. And then when Hannah left, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get my own room. Mm -hmm. And then Sierra popped in and was like, want to share? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Got it, got and it. And now Craig is here and I'm like, when will I ever be an adult? Right, because <laughs> now I'm thinking like, it feels like Craig, and first of all, like, the bullet I would take for you and Craig as a couple, like, <laughs> you. you don't know, like, how many of my brain cells are devoted to your relationship, but like, not in a weird way at all. Yeah. Like, I just have loved Craig for a long time yeah. and I love you. And like, I, it's the couple I never would have expected, right. but it's perfection yeah. like beyond perfection and I don't want to put too much pressure on you but like if you don't get married like I will be severely <laughs> mentally ill from it so no pressure just like letting you. you just letting you know like what the status currently okay, I'll, is I'll let you know and like I have just we me and Jackie were like watching Winter House like for the Paige and Craig of it all yeah but it wasn't really it was yeah. just the start like it wasn't the real substance of your relationship and yeah. now we're getting it and you and Craig seem to be in a great place but on the show, like, there's, like, drama. And I just want to know what it feels like to, like, have people talk about your relationship. Because it doesn't really happen to me a lot. But when it does, like, it's yeah. the worst thing ever. It's just a we – it's, like, weird. Because you're like, wait, I I can see all the bad things you're saying. Like, talk about me behind my back like a normal person. I know. Like, saying it right to my face is I know. so crazy. But I will actually say, since we've been, like, up and down, I feel like sometimes people love us, sometimes people hate us. It's only brought us closer together. Oh, that's great. Because I'm like, oh my God, did you see on Instagram that we're both gained 15 pounds? <laughs> and he's like, I didn't see that, but thank you, Paige. And I'm like, well, oh, we man. must be in love. We're that getting fat. so <laughs> fucking funny. Like the way, like 
I'm just so obsessed. Like, I just think it's the greatest couple. Thank and you. I'm so happy for you guys. And I think a lot of people were, like, quaking. Like, how could she not choose Andrea? But, like, yeah. Craig is, like, so clearly the right choice. Like, I just, I really respect your taste. Yeah. Because Craig is the one. Like, I'm obsessed Thank with Craig. You. Also, Andrea was, like, going through a whole thing in the summer. Yeah. And, like, you don't really find that out until the end of the summer. And so like more of the beginning of the summer made so much more sense. Got it. And what Andrea and I had over the summer was exactly what we both wanted. Like we'd never talked. Right. And, <laughs> and sometimes we would be like, you're hot. Right. No, you're hot. Right. And then we we're like, see ya. Right. You know? And that's like yeah. what we needed. Yeah, I feel that 100%. Um, so guys, if you're not familiar with, with Paige, she's an icon, Bravo icon. She's also a podcaster and we love podcasting with other podcasters because it's just so much easier. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's really hard to podcast with someone who doesn't have a podcast. So thank you for being here. And thank you you're for having me. You're also like doing the most, you guys are on tour now, right? You're doing Giggly Squad live shows. Yeah. We've been doing live shows, which the first one I, we did in Philly and I blacked out. Yeah. Because Drunk I was so or nervous. Both. Got it. And Hannah was like looking at me, like sitting next to me and she was like, stop. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that was just my first one. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into it. And now it is like, I don't know how I never did it before. So much fun. I li you literally feel like you're on drugs. I am. When you get off stage. Because like the come the down of adrenaline is insane. No, and it's actually really scary because like in that moment you understand like how fame is so addicting because you hear people like yeah. screaming and clapping and it's for you and it's like, yeah. yes! it's, it's addicting. Every time I walk off stage, I look at Hannah and I go, I am Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. No, it's so much fun. I've heard so many good things Thank about you. your show. So if you guys want to check out where are you headed next? Um, we are probably headed to like DC next. Mm. And then we're going to announce our New York City show. Fun. Yeah, okay, I'm going to come. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a giggly girly. Yeah. Um, so are you uh, like a big pop culture girly? I think you are, absolutely. correct? You're like a big Kardashian girly, right? I love Kim. Okay, good. Because we have so much Kim content today. When I sit down with someone new, like I never know how it's going to go. I forever am a Kim stan. I feel like you and Craig, like not to be dramatic, <laughs> are like the Pete and Kim of the Bravo universe. Honestly. Craig would murder you if you said that. Why? He like doesn't understand the whole Pete thing. He's like, I just like don't really like vibe with the Kardashians. And I'm like, it's just weird oh, that I toxic. ever thought of marrying that's you. That's toxic. Yeah. yeah. That's extremely toxic. I'm like, toxic. I don't love it. Can I just say he's such a good part of the show. Like the way he was like speaking to Lindsay, who like really can't be spoken to, yeah. especially when she hits like a certain level yeah. in the night. Um, he's so calming. And I'm curious if like there's any plans for him to become like a permanent Summer House cast member. Um, I feel like he put that hat on and the he hat. was just like, I am Coachella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the hat was like a moment for Greg. He was like, I will help you on your ayahuasca trip. That's Paige's influence, <laughs> the hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he would never be a full-time summer really? house. No, he doesn't understand like the surveillance part of it. It's he's a like, lot. He's like, this is too much. Yeah. And you could tell Austin didn't understand it either when he <laughs> said he wanted to eat Sierra from front to back. <laughs> no. Oh, that's true. Cause I guess, and then he would be filming like so much year round because yeah. like Southern charm, it's a lot. And Southern charm films for like two hours a day. And oh, they're nice. like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, really? Have, are you going to be on this season of Southern Charm? Yeah, a little bit. Fuck yes. Oh my God. You're yeah. really just like on 1,000 Bravo shows. I really am. I also, well, you don't say no to Bravo. Of course like not. Like if they're like, you're on this now. You're like, thank I'll you be there so much. Yeah. We got a lot of questions for you, like with the new rebrand of Real Housewives in New York, if that was ever something you'd be interested in. I don't think so. Really? Well, I don't want to get married yet. Well, <laughs> no one on the show is married, so it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like the housewives are so much more... Like, we fight about, you made out with him. Yeah. And, like, you said that. They say I horrible things yeah, to I each other. Yeah, like they are, like, life-ruining. Yes, I agree. They're like, I want you to burn. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, you don't know about <laughs> That's it. actually a fair point. Like, there's actually a lot more at stake. Even though you would think it would yeah. be the opposite, because you're right, the surveillance of it all is, like, so creepy. It's so creepy. And then you get back to your apartment, and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and immediately look in the corner of my room. Really? Yeah, and look for a camera. And I also think it's weird how, like, when Lindsay brought home that, like, random man and, like, fucked him, like, we were literally watching a sex tape. Like, it was really <laughs> invasive. I think about the person that, like, sits in our garage. And edits it. And watches things all night long. Oh, is there, like, a studio in the garage? Yeah, there's someone that, like, sits 
and like watches us at night and like transcribe like if we have a fight at like midnight and no actual no one's camera there. people yeah. yeah there's no camera people there's no producer so there's someone being like okay she fought about this with her and she said this this and this then Lindsay brought someone home and it's like yeah so I'm always like I always want to meet that I meet that person every summer unique job yeah. <laughs> oh that's so interesting yeah and then my last question is always confusion and I spoke to you about this privately on Instagram is the the way that you guys pack up every weekend. Like, I just don't understand if you're spending the whole summer there. Like, why are you guys having big-ass away suitcases that you pull out of your car, up the steps, every fucking weekend? Like, just leave it there. (laughs) Some people do it differently. So, like, Amanda and Kyle pack all for their whole summer, and then they leave everything there. I pack weekend because what if something happens during the week and you're like, I don't have that pair of shorts and I really need them. So yeah. it gives me anxiety to leave things. I get that for me. I just feel like you're the type of girl with more than one pair of shorts. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> have one pair of shorts, but I feel like you have many. I do leave all my like hair and makeup stuff there. Like yeah. I have a separate set that I'll leave there. Smart. But when it comes to clothes and shoes, I need everything accessible whenever I need it or I'll have a panic attack. Got it. Okay. I just feel like you would be a girl with so many shoes and accessories. <laughs> like, you could just leave them anywhere you wanted. Yeah, but I'm so psycho that, like, I'll go through a phase where I can only wear that pair of yeah, shorts. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. So. And have you been to Delaware yet? I have a few times. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Well, Paige is here, and I'll do everything in my power, like, to stop talking about her and Craig, but absolutely no promises are being made. <laughs> and you're going to join me. We're going to discuss the best five. It's also okay. Wednesday, which means Paige is joining me for some dear toasters. I feel like you probably are really good at giving relationship advice, like, to other people I pretend that I am yeah no by the way like people are always asking me for advice I'm like bitch I've literally been on one date in my life and we got married like I'm either the best dater on the world in the world yeah. or the worst because I've literally only been on one so we're gonna do our best to help you guys through whatever it is you're going through and that's dear toasters at the end of the show but before that Paige is joining me to deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Third Love. We were talking about them yesterday. Um, they are the number one bra for a reason. They offer unparalleled comfort thanks to every unique detail in their fit, style, function, and design. They're loved and worn by millions of women. They don't punch or dig into you. You won't want to take it off from the moment you walk in the door. I've always said that the beauty of Third Love is like learning what bra size you actually are. And I didn't know my true bra size because no one ever told me until I took their quiz at third love and now it's truly my my bra size they do comfort so you can do you their bras are made by women for women to fit look and feel great their bras underwear activewear and feel good in it all day wear are designed to hug better hold stronger and support longer so your bra size can change over six times in your lifetime. So Third Love makes it easy to find a bra that actually fits with their fitting room quiz. The fitting room quiz is like a personal shopper, but better, it focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to find bras that are perfect for you. You'll love your fit guaranteed. If not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are available to answer all of your questions. Feeling is believing. Give your boobs the 24-7 comfort and support they deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com toast. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is why I love it, because I play it on the plane. It's a great option for when you're stuck without Wi-Fi. You can collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges, thousands of puzzles to play, and they have new in-game events that are added all the time. So with thousands of levels, I'm on level 237. There's always more to play. So go ahead and let enough is never enough be your mantra. If you're just looking for something mindless and really fun, um, if you travel a lot or if you're ever without Wi-Fi, Best Fiends is a great option because you don't need Wi-Fi to play. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's Fiends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay, Paige. Wow, that was really good. I talk <laughs> 6,000 miles a minute. Okay, so our first two stories, it's little Kardashian news because mm-hmm. Kim's interview on GMA that's like making a lot of waves because she was talking about get your fucking ass <laughs> up and work. Um, we got another sneak peek last night and she's talking about Pete and so mm-hmm. is Chris. Chris is like, Pete is such a good guy. And then Kim Kardashian, like Robin Roberts is doing the Lord's work, just <laughs> yeah. asking the questions. And she basically said... I mean, I'm a relationship kind of girl for sure, so I wouldn't be with someone if I didn't plan on spending a lot of time with them. Obviously, I want to take my time, but I'm very happy and very content, and it's such a good feeling just to be at peace. So, like, Uh, I want to cry, and I'm I'm so happy. Obsessed. Obsessed. Isn't it weird? Like, 
the way I used to think about them, like when we first saw that picture yeah. of them on the roller coaster, I was like, perfect. Yeah. Rebound, everything she needs. Love it. And now, like, Pete is a dad. Like, this <laughs> is everything. Like, he's a stepdad. No, he's literally a stepdad. And I love it. I love it, too. I feel like Pete... I don't know why I have this feeling that like Pete's our friend from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like made it big. And we're so and, happy for yeah. him. Like we're so excited to watch his journey. 100%. I feel like his mom is like freaking out somewhere and she like wants to get lunch with us and tell us about it. Literally <laughs> the best part of this whole thing is his mom because you know she's yes. like so happy. She probably watches Kardashians. She's just like a regular woman from Staten yep. Island. She probably like loves the show and like for her this is the best thing that could ever happen. Yeah. And Pete just brought Kim to meet his grandparents in Staten Island. So it's just like, it's I too mean, much. It's too much. And I think tomorrow or someday soon is the red carpet premiere for the Keeping Up with the Kardashians new Hulu show. And I feel like that will be like their first red carpet appearance because it'll yeah. be a great promo for the show. And they're just like in this place. Like he, I don't even know how, when he's in New York. He's supposed to be in New York every Saturday. Right. He's definitely not. He's definitely <laughs> not. He's never on SNL anymore. But I feel like it doesn't matter because what Pete is doing like PR wise for SNL is just unmatched. Yeah. He, I also heard this rumor, I don't know if it's true, oh. that he manifests, he's like a big manifester. Oh, I wouldn't see that for him. And I don't want to give like WeWork vibes, of like, you know, like changing your consciousness yeah, of and whatever. But I feel like he is like very goal oriented. Like yeah. who gets on SNL at that age anyway? I know. No, you're right. Like he's just like ahead of his time in a way. He really is. Yeah. I feel like he's going to write a really good book one day. I mean... I honestly never thought like he could outdo his relationship with Ariana Grande because it was psychotic. Like, yeah. It was so much, so fast, engaged, yep. tattoos, the dad's, you know, FDNY number on her foot. Like it was so much. <laughs> and now I'm like, Ariana who? I don't I, know her. I don't even remember that and, they got engaged. And I love that like Ariana is like clearly very on board for this because she's really yeah. happy she's married now and she keeps sending Kim all of her REM beauty like there there's no bad blood no we love we love women supporting women we love we women love supporting sending women. our makeup lines to each other I know we need a makeup <laughs> line so I can send it to you and Craig <laughs> Craig would totally wear do a tutorial I heard that Craig like I I heard that I really tricked Craig on April Fool's. <laughs> Wait, did you? Yes. Oh, because you said you were Dumois. Dumois which I'm not. Um, and I heard that Craig was like bereft. He was speechless and he was like, I can never go on her show again. Wait, who did he say that to? He and um, Austin did a live show at Town Hall this oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently like I was a segment <laughs> and someone sent me, a bunch of people actually sent me a video and they were like, Craig was freaking out because he like thought it was real. Oh my god, he's so naive. He's so, so sweet, and you know what? I love when he doesn't get pop culture stuff. I know he's like, and honestly, I didn't even think about like the the effect Dumas has had on his life, and yeah. also on the season of Summer House. It's so crazy. No, he's terrified of Dumas. <laughs> he he texted me like a month ago, and he was like, "Did you know that Brad and Angelina broke up?" And I was like, what? "Oh my god, you're so it was cute." Like ten years ago. <laughs> I was like, where That's have so you sweet. been? He honestly should keep up with Dumois more. <laughs> yeah. um, well, just back to Pete and Kim. Like, I am really over the moon, overjoyed. Yeah. And I cannot wait to hear this GMA special. But there's also a little bit more news because people are quaking. Um, Kim Kardashian has introduced Pete to North. And I feel like of all the people in Kim's life, like, North is probably the toughest. Yeah, absolutely. And if you see this picture, it's a paparazzi picture of them driving around in a golf cart. North on Pete's lap. She's in heaven. She's obviously like in love with Pete. Yeah. And it's like you thought she was going to be tough. Like with, with North, first she's sour. Yeah. Then she's sweet. I feel like Kim, you can say whatever you want about Kim, but I, in my bones, feel like she's a really good mom. Of course. Like I feel like she's not introducing Pete to North if she isn't, had, serious. isn't serious and had even like a small gut feeling that like this wasn't going to be end game. 100%. I feel like she'd be like, you're not meeting my children. Yeah. No, Kim is everything. She's an entrepreneur. She's a model. She's really a sex symbol. She's everything. But first and foremost, she's a mom and she's right. like a diehard, like protective mom. I agree. I don't think she's just bringing people into the house right. to meet the kids, especially North. And so the fact that North loves Pete, like. I want to see North like boss Pete around I'm in sure. the new season. Well, like I'm really confused about wh what we're going to get from Kim and Pete on this season because a couple weeks ago she said like he hasn't been on the show yet mm -hmm. but like they're literally together every day so he's like living in her house and there was a preview that like Chris calls Kim out for like texting him <gasps> yeah like, and I'm just like I need it no and then they were in New York I remember they went to Zero Bond like they they've been together so much and all while she's filming so he's yeah. off camera 
I don't know. But I do love, like, when they are together, any paparazzi picture, she's, like, laughing her ass off. Totally. And Kanye was like, wear this ski mask. Yeah, literally. Were you silent or were you silenced? (laughs) Right. A hundred percent. Like, the dichotomy of, like, the two relationships is, like, I just, this is exactly what she needs. I feel like there's a college kid somewhere, like, writing a thesis on it. There's something, there's something there, like, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm just so happy for Kim. Like, she's really, like, a good time gal. And I feel like, you're right, she's laughing, she's having fun, she's on vacation, she's at her kids' soccer games. Like, ideal. Yeah. Couldn't be happier for her. Me either. And I will continue to talk about them till the day I die. So if anyone has anything they want to say about that, fuck off. Um, next up. I mean, we grew up with the Kardashians. I, can't, I don't even need to begin to justify my obsession. Like, all the like, sisters, all the sisters, obsessed, obsessed. Like, I, I, I would literally take a bullet. Like, I would. Me I would too. take a bullet for them. I would cry if I met them. Okay. Have you met any of them? No. I met Kim. And how was she? Like, I was being unwell so like yeah. it was it was my fault like that the meeting didn't go well and it was just like really rushed like and then I met Chloe and yep. she is she's the one everything yeah she's the one like we were at a wedding together and like all the Kardashians were there yeah and they all were like polite but they didn't like stay the whole time Chloe was the last one on the dance floor like drunk with all the gays oh my like God. she was being iconic I was like that's my bitch like yeah she was just everything you wanted her to be in more yep. and then like Courtney and Travis were like licking tongues in the corner like it <laughs> was know. it was unique there's a lot um so they're having a great week, but someone who's not having a great week is Erica Jane. And I feel like she thought she like might have been out of it, oh. but she's back in it. She's been named in a $50 million racketeering lawsuit. <laughs> so great. She's been labeled as the front woman in the ex-Tom Girardi's alleged, law, uh, alleged fraud scheme in a $50 million racketeering lawsuit. So Erica has been named in a new case from Edelson PC, which is accusing her of using her public platform to prolong Girardi's firm's alleged scheme. All right, that's a stretch. Okay, that's a lot. That was a lot for my brain. Yeah, no, and also I don't really get it. This is what they're saying. The victims of Tom's fraud have had to sit back and watch Erica spend obscene amounts of money as they... as they had nothing. This is a giant step forward in obtaining real accountability for what the largest criminal racketeering enterprise in the history of plaintiff's law. It's time for her to stop the lies and start taking some accountability. So they're basically saying that, I don't know what they're saying. That That she prolonged it because she was on Housewives? Right, I don't really understand. Because she was trying to like spend all the money and show everyone that she was so But wouldn't that have made it go faster because they ran out of money because she was spending it so much? Right. I I do feel like this is a stretch and honestly now watching, do you watch Salt Lake City Housewives? Of course. So now watching like the Jen Shaw of it all, I'm like justice for Erica Jane. Like they fucking dragged her and you know what? It was her fucking husband. It wasn't even her. Jen Shaw didn't get asked one motherfucking question and it's her. It's not even her husband. Yeah. It's her. I just think it's so wild that we live in a world where like there's housewives that are like going to jail. No, we're like, on our third. Like we thought the Teresa thing was insane. I mean, it was, <laughs> but like Jen Shaw like most likely will go to be going to prison for like more than 20 years. No, that's terrified and she like sat there at reunion day and was just like why can't I wear my gloves they yeah. make my outfit and no, I was the like delusion wait but what if you go to jail <laughs> no I know and do you know that every single person that was like put on trial with her has taken a plea deal except for her I believe it's 30 people have taken a plea deal and she's still going to court because she thinks she's like the anxiety I would have jail is personally my worst nightmare M- me too we need someone at summer house to like go get to into jail. a financial crime <laughs> who do you I, think it would be who would go to jail for tax evasion Probably Austin, well, even though he's not like a cast member. Or like, yeah, no, Austin for sure. I feel like Andrea could go for tax evasion because he was like, confused. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, it's fine. hundred percent. And he's like so handsome and cute and sweet. He would get yeah. there and the judge would be like, it's fine, sweetie. Just be like, home. you can't go to you're jail. Good. You're right. You're good. <laughs> Look at it. Imagine Andrea in jail. Like, no. Oh, the poor thing. No. Um, so I really feel like I've personally had enough of the Erica Jane. Like, I feel like she's, you know made it clear that she was not responsible. I do yep. believe her now. I didn't believe her in the beginning. I believe yeah. her now. And this honestly seems like a stretch and a half. Erica Jane, I will say this. When she first started on Beverly Hill, first of all, what's your favorite franchise? I mean, it depends on the season because okay. a lot of them are in like lows right now. Yeah. But it's probably Beverly Hills and Potomac. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm really interested that you threw in Potomac in there. Potomac is the most underrated franchise on the planet. People sleep on it. It's so fucking good and mostly because like the bullet I would take for Karen Huger is huge <laughs> their last season was incredible amazing the season before that with the Monique and the Candace yes. you know I'd actually love to get your take on this because as someone who sat in on reunions like yep. Andy's job is really to be like completely what's the word I'm looking for 
um, indifferent, like yep. really a middleman. But he has, fa- I mean, he's a human. He's he a human. He has favorites. Certain people. And like at the reunion with the Candace and the Monique of it all, like he was so team Candace when like yeah. Candace like was so wrong. So it really pissed me off because I felt like we never got justice like the Monique fans because it wasn't a fair reunion. Yep. I and, was team Monique. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. we're normal. But I'm curious, like, if you've experienced, like, the wrath of Andy when he, like, wasn't on your side and if you think he has favorites in your show. Okay. When the first time I ever went on Watch What Happens, I was just a bartender with Hannah. Mm -hmm. I don't, Andy didn't know me from, like, literally this box of spreads. He was like, thanks for coming. Not sure who you are. And, but I was, so I loved it. I was like, thank you so much. Like, (laughs) and then I went on again and, or no, I went to the clubhouse because Craig was on. Got and it. all of a sudden, Andy was like, hi, Paige. So I attribute anything nice that Andy says about me is because he loves Craig. He loves Craig. He loves Craig. He loves the boys of Southern Charms yep. so much. Like, Shep, you're 100% right. Yeah. Um, and do you feel like he takes favorites on anyone in Summer House? Like, do you think he is loyal to, like, Kyle and Carl? I actually feel with our cast he's very indifferent because like he doesn't care yeah no, i actually like, don't <laughs> even think he watches no he's like so what did you do you had a contract that's weird tell me about it yeah no when he was when he was doing watch up live for sierra he like i forget what exactly it was but he said something that made it clear like he didn't see the most recent episode because yeah. it was like no that's actually the opposite of what happened like so i completely agree i don't think summer house i actually do think summer house is climbing andy's list of priorities yeah. like i think summer house is the new vanderpump rules wow and i think you. like in a few years like we will all look back on this time in summer house and be like oh my god like the way we look what back if, on like yeah. chunky cable knit sweater the jacks yep. era yeah i think that's what we're gonna <laughs> feel like about summer yeah, house i agree and there's a huge gap because like vanderpump rules is the worst show on television now, and nobody even knows if it's coming back. Right. I feel like it's going to, if it does, they have to do like a whole, they need a rebrand. I agree. And I think that's what they like tried to do last season, but they like half-assed it. They were yeah. like, we'll keep so many of the old people while also rebranding. Honestly, it's it's just not believable anymore that any of these people work at a restaurant. Well, none, like, of, it's none of them work there. Not a single one. So <laughs> like, it's silly to me. Um, but Erica Jane, yeah. So I would say, uh, what is your favorite franchise? So I am between Beverly Hills and New Jersey. Jersey? I didn't watch last night, but Jersey's I, yeah, so good. I just feel if you're looking at the longevity of each franchise, Jersey has performed pretty much every year. Yeah, there were those like dark years with Amber and those twins when Teresa was oh in jail. Oh my God, I forgot about the I, twins. I could never forget about the twins because they were like so desperate. And then Amber and her crazy ass fucking husband. Yeah. Um, but Teresa was in jail. So like it was a tough time for everyone, you know? <laughs> Which is so crazy. No, crazy. The fact that like the first episode of like a recent season of Jersey is Teresa coming home from jail. <laughs> Is psychotic. Psychotic. Did you also see she's like being outspoken saying she doesn't know if she's going to film her wedding? Yes. You're a Bravo celebrity and you are dating a Bravo celebrity. Like, yep. Would you have a filmed wedding? Okay. This is like a very interesting conversation in my home mm-hmm. because Craig and I talk about it all the time because there are certain things that people like expect you to do. Because right. It's like, well, we've seen your whole relationship. Right. How dare you? Yeah. I feel Leave like you need out. privacy yeah. and like do this. But when Craig, like, initially asked me to be his girlfriend, we were off camera. And I, when he did that, I always thought, like, wow, I'm so happy you did this off camera because I'm a girl. Yeah. And there would have been a thought in my mind that was, like, did he just do Do this to have a moment? 100%. And then the first time he told me he loved me was off camera, but, like, Southern Charm was filming. Mm. But we were, like, like in his Those moments should be private. Right. So, like, having these little moments where it's just me and him, I really cherish just because there's so many times where people are like, what, what? oh, my God, you were laying in bed and, like, what were, like what's yeah, going on? No, and you're just like, of course. Mm. And even though you are a reality star, like, you are entitled to a good amount of privacy. And, like, right. I don't subscribe to that notion that just because you're on a reality show, like. But Teresa's different. Yeah, a hundred percent. Teresa needs to show her wedding. Obviously. Nobody cares about my potential wedding. Uh, we care Teresa's. a lot. But I completely agree. Teresa's different for a multitude of reasons. And she doesn't get privacy. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Sorry. You went to, we watched you go to jail. We, no, we can watch you walk down the aisle. We've seen literally every moment. Like, it's yeah. just, it's not happening. No, it's not at all. She's also been on for like 20 years no and the show like literally saved her life in right. so many ways like there's no way like right she has to do it um 
Okay, well, we've got more news about other people being billionaires who are not me, which is very upsetting. <laughs> um, and it's brought to you by Thuma. Thuma practices an intentional, less is more design philosophy for the bedroom. So with clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle en enhancing details, Thuma proves that simplicity is the truest form of sophistication. So introducing the bed by Thuma, their handcrafted, eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled wood is stunning. You'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain. The minimalist design featuring Japanese joinery helps elevate any space. It's super supportive for your mattress. It's breathable and it's made to naturally minimize noise and create space. So everything from Thuma, but especially the bed, is just like it's giving peace. It's giving peace by Taylor Swift. It's so stunning. It's all really, really high quality, and it's made for how you live. So their bed is backed by a lifetime warranty. It ships right to your door in three easy-to-maneuver boxes, and it takes about five minutes to assemble with no tools required, which is a gift because the leading cause of divorce in this country is trying to set up furniture with your husband. Um, and a five-minute bed is something I can really get on board with. Along with the bed, they offer other bedroom essentials to elevate bedtime, like their nightstand, the side table, and the tray are perfect complements to the bed. I have the nightstand, the side table, and the tray. Um, they work with One Tree Planet, so they plant a tree for every bed and nightstand sold, so all of their essentials are Green Guard Gold certified. So create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home with the bed by Thuma. Now go to thuma.co slash toast and use the code toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of the bed, plus free shipping in the continental U.S. That's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast. Enter toast at checkout for a $25 credit. Thuma.co slash toast. Code toast. Okay, so Rihanna, Jay-Z, and Kanye have finally made like the coveted uh, Forbes billionaires list mm -hmm. for the first time each, which I find really shocking that Jay-Z wasn't on. Wait, uh, yeah. I always thought Jay-Z was like the richest one of all of them. Me too. So... Rihanna, who was officially certified as a billionaire in August 2020, Good for her. thanks to her beauty and lingerie empire, landed at, that's, this, is, this is so crazy, she landed at number 1,729 on the list. So Rihanna's the, in, I think it's America, the like 1,700th richest person, which is so crazy because she's I mean, I've been so dating rich. for like 15 years. I haven't met one of those people. <laughs> And that's annoying for me. Kanye, um, who has disputed his overall value with Forbes, like they're always <laughs> fighting about how much he's actually worth. Um, I love when celebrities get into fights with like major brands. It's always the Kardashians <laughs> fighting with Forbes about like what their true value is. Like, because they said Kanye was worth two billion, and he says he was worth seven, and that's like a really big disparity. <laughs> yeah. It's not nothing. He's number one thousand five hundred and thirteen, thanks to obviously Yeezy and Gap, and then. Oh, and Rihanna is the first billionaire from Barbados, which is really wow. cool. Um, and I'm curious, uh, if you had a billion dollars, yeah. what would you do with it? This is my favorite game to play. Like, if you won the lottery and oh you got one billion with a B, how would you spend it? And if you, if you want some inspiration, this is what I say I would yeah. always do. So, unfortunately, we live in a greedy motherfucking country, so I'd have to give $500 million to taxes. Yeah. About. It's about 50%. So, I have $500 million. Automatically, I'm putting $250 million in like a really high yielding, um, some like uh, investing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that I never really have to work again, but my right. money will earn money for me. Right. And then the other $250 million, I would say about 50 of that is going to go to different homes. Like I'm going to buy like a beach house, right. a mountain house, a penthouse. So I think $50 million is enough for like three homes, yeah. cars, et cetera, maybe yep. a boat. The other 200 I have left, like I will be giving to friends and family, not all of it, maybe. Right. maybe Maybe five million. I'll be giving. To, no, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'll give another fifty to like friends, family. Another, you know, twenty five to charity. Um, oh, that's fucked up. Okay, maybe like another fifty <laughs> to charity. Um, and then just like spend the rest, like just like bathing in the in the money, being really happy yeah. about the money. I'm spending on whatever I want, like going like on vacations, getting like the best table at every club in the city. Right. Like everyone just knows, yeah, normal things. Yeah. I. This is like the best Miss USA question. I would love 100%. to see how those bitches answer it. All right, and if somebody forgets charity, like, you're done. You're, do you're, you're done. done. Um, okay, first thing I would do is call my dad. <laughs> because I would just be like, what's what do I do? happening yeah. here? Um, and then he would be like, you probably have to give it all to me and I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I would, like, call my family and be like, how much do you guys need? Let's take that right off the top. So smart. Then I'm calling, like, a really good financial planner mm -hmm. and being like, please don't steal all my money. That's the tough part. 
So I feel like you have to have two. Yes. Because like, so one can check in on the other one unless they both conspire against you. No, just by that, you should have two, but they shouldn't be in communication with each other because in case one of them turns out to be corrupt, at least yeah. the, you still have some money left. Okay, so we're getting two. They on don't know each other. On opposite sides of the planet. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't know each one other. One in Israel and one in America. <laughs> one's like, uptown, so far. one's in Soho. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll never meet. Um, and then, yeah, I'm doing homes. I want like a huge yacht. Mm-hmm. Like I want like a yacht that people are like, Fuck. Yeah, like Anna Delvey tries to get on. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And then I need to fly private for the rest of my life. Of course. So do you think if you had, let's say, $500 million, you would buy a plane or just be like a charter girly? Oh, my God. Because it's really expensive it's, to have a plane. It's, I would think I would call NetJets and be like, let's figure something out. Right. And like have everything pink and velvet inside. Right. I don't really understand the need. Unless you have like Bezos money. Right. You really don't need your own plane. It's so expensive to like you know, the staff and the hangar. When, like, whenever you want to go somewhere, you just drop 250 grand for, like, a big-ass plane, and I they're all really nice. that's the way to go. I think so, too. Like, Kylie and Kim, like, both just got their own planes, but and they're both, like, billionaires with a B. Don't you get annoyed that, like, you would be such a good rich person? <laughs> no, you, you want to hear, like, how delusional I am? I, like, will lose sleep over the fact that, like, the Kardashians don't have me in their life as a friend because, like, <laughs> I really, I know what they need in a friend. First right. of all, like, obviously someone funny, like, I'm, I bring so much to the table. Right. But I'm also, like, extremely loyal and, like, mm-hmm. I know how important family is and, like, I just know I'm the perfect person to be their friend. <laughs> right. And it keeps me up at night and I feel sad for them that they'll never have right. me as that and like that's how unwell I am I I actually agree with that yeah and I'm just like you don't even know what you're missing out on because I feel like they only have Chloe who's funny so like their base is just like yeah that's funny they need more they need more comedy friends no I'm like they don't even know like the value I would bring to their life I gotta and and it keeps me up at night obviously because I'm sad on what I'm missing out on but I'm actually like, like I feel sorry for them. Like, <laughs> me too. Like they're never gonna know what it's like to have someone as like fucking amazing right. as me. And you know what? It's their loss. It's their they're loss. They're jealous. They're just jealous. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. And you know, Chloe like was the funny one, but I feel like she's kind of been like broken down by by everyone, battered and beaten. Yeah, and it's like I don't even think she's funny. And like I don't know her personally. Like I just feel like the world has been so mean to her for so long. Like which it's crushed I don't her spirit. Get. I don't get either. Like people used to be so mean to her about the way she looked. And then, like, she got so, so thin and so, like, self-conscious. And now people are like, you're too skinny. You edit your photos too much. And it's like, yeah. leave this bitch motherfucking alone. And the whole Tristan thing, I'm like, oh, my God. You guys haven't dated, like, the worst man in America? Right. Please. Right. Like, you haven't called your ex I have 000. four on speed dial. Literally. Okay? It's so true. The hypocrisy. Like, yeah. why the Kardashians have to be perfect is beyond me. Yeah. All right. Next story is, like, very nuanced and very irrelevant. But, like, I happen to care a lot. Katie Holmes is showing off her edgy style as she got a nose ring. I love nose rings. Okay, I actually, it made me think, the first thing I thought of when I saw this nose ring, it made me think of Amanda Batula, who, like, there could be a world war and she won't take her nose ring out. Like, she is obsessed. And I wanted to ask you if she wore her nose ring to Uh, her wedding. Yes, she did. You're kidding. Yep. She wore her nose ring to her, her wedding. But she's the kind of person that, like, I never notice it in pictures. By the way, I agree, like, I didn't really notice she had a nose ring, and then I think I maybe noticed a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's always had it. Like, it's not so, it's so dip- in your face. Yeah, It's like there are certain girls that, like, like, you could see a girl walking down the street, and she's fully sleeve-tatted, and you're like, she looks so cool. Yeah. If I did that, they'd be like, what's going on? Right, lock her up. And nose rings, I feel like, are the same. Like, with Agreed. Amanda, I'm like, you're so artsy, and you, like, love graphic design, yeah. and, like, you're cool, and yeah. she can do it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I didn't really see this for Katie Holmes, but Katie Holmes has been through so much. Like, the Tom Cruise of it all, the Scientology of it all. Like, yeah. if Homegirl wants to get a nose ring, like, do it. She had a face tattoo just to reclaim her independence. Yeah. I'm so fascinated by Scientology. You like, kind of look forever. like Katie Holmes. Anyone ever tell you that? No, but thank you. Like young Katie Holmes. Thank you. It's totally a compliment. Remember when she dated the guy from the restaurant? Yes, of course. I mean, that was a that was a time period that I really lived for. You're right. Like Katie Holmes has really existed in so many different lifetimes. Yeah. Like <laughs> the Dawson's Creek of it all. Yep. The Tom Cruise of it all. I feel like Surrey. Then the Surrey Cruise of it all. Is going to like date Mason Disick. Okay, Surrey in if the way I see Surrey growing up is like being like a full socialite and like giving Taylor Momsen. She she's Blair Wa- Waldorf. Yeah, yeah I for think, sure. I think that like we aren't ready as a society no, for, for the looks that Surrey's gonna serve. <gasps> 
Absolutely. And her name is so unique. Do you remember when like the country was waked down yes. by the name Surrey? Like yes. people couldn't believe it. I was like 11. I was like, Surrey? Surrey's going to the Met Gala. Oh, a hundred percent. Even though I do think like her mom is really scarred by fame. Yeah. And I think Surrey maybe saw that firsthand and like will actually not be like a famous girly. Interesting. Yeah, that's what like, I think. Like, she might be one of those, like, but that's going to make her even cooler. Right, like, she doesn't even know she's hiding from it, but it's making her so much bigger. <laughs> like, I'm already obsessed with her. Like, I look to see what she wears. Yeah, of course. Does she have an Instagram? I don't know, but I saw them at Pastis one time, and mm. I... There are certain people that you'll see in New York City where I get legitimately so starstruck. Katie Holmes was one of them. Of course. She's an institution. Yeah. And I... I Spend more time than I care to admit thinking about the Tom Cruise of it all. Yeah. Because he's such a fucking weirdo. And I really think about what he did to Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Which is very similar to what he did to Katie Holmes in that, you know, Nicole Kidman was like, the Scientology bullshit is not for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go. And then he, like, made all of their kids, like, shun her. And a lot of her... Like, some of her kids talk to her. Some of them don't. Yeah. All because of Scientology. And it's so fucking whack. And I just, like... I have always wanted to walk into the Scientology building and, do not. and get a pamphlet just to see what they say. Paige, like, I watch not, so you many. You will not leave. Like, do not go. <laughs> I watch so many documentaries. I find it so crazy. Leah Remini is a national hero. Yeah. she. Ugh. So I just did a show in Clearwater, Florida, which is okay. like by Tampa, but it's like this kind of small beach town and it's the headquarters of Scientology. Oh, so we were at the Capitol Theater, which is literally around the block from like the... Oh, oh. the Sea Org is what yes, they call yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. The big property. When I tell you that the town is barren, like the, every shop is closed. It's so it's a war zone. It's the scariest no way. thing. Yeah. It's like this dead ass town. And then the beach is a couple blocks over. So like a couple blocks over, it's like popping. It's like St. Petersburg area. Okay. But that town that's right by, it's no. empty. It literally looks like a movie set. Like how there's no windows. And do they all like live there? So yeah. And so if you work for the Sea Org, you dressed basically like a flight attendant. Okay. And so when we were like walking into the venue, like the only people on the street, they were dressed like literally like Scientology Airlines. Like it was crazy. That's terrifying. It was so scary. I was like, we drove out that night. I'm like, we are getting the fuck out of here. Like it's creepy as fuck. I went to see the Book of Mormon last night. So good. Well, I slept through the first half. (laughs) What? It's so good. I know. Craig was so mad at me. Did Craig stay up? He loves musicals. I think that falling asleep, not to put you on blast, in a Broadway show is peak disrespect like did you have good seats like did they see you great seats and i've never stayed awake through any broadway show that's psychotic like they're so loud and bright like i have slept through um what's the one with the wizard of oz wicked wicked slept through that's disgraceful hamilton fell asleep for like 15 minutes never saw hamilton so i i can't speak to it aladdin fell asleep yeah ben saw it he said it wasn't good um and book of mormon fell asleep but you're missing out. Book of Mormon is so funny. It is very funny. Like, I, it's the only show I've gone to and I physically have laughed out loud. Okay, like, the fact that, like, you and Craig are going to Broadway shows, like, I'm gonna die. Like, Craig that, loves going he to them. does? Yeah. Craig is a... He gets, like, so jacked up. a musical up. theater girly. <laughs> he loves going and, like, getting the wine at, like, the yeah, bar and getting all the snacks. It's an experience. Sit- yeah, he loves the whole thing. Did he thing. get dressed up? Um, he wore a blazer and he literally got I home can't. and he was like, no one dresses up to like go. They don't to go to the to theater, theater anymore. It's not right. It's not right. And then we start talking in British accents and of I was course. like, no one has any cooth. Oh my God. I'm so speechless yeah. from that. I'm, we should do a double date. <gasps> do not tease me because like we will be there. I'll be there 15 minutes early. We went to Quality Bistro before. So good. So good. There's a lot of good restaurants in like the theater district. Yeah. And so then there's, we just watch there. And then you make it like a night. Did you take like a pedicab home? No, we didn't. Fuck, that would have been cute. Yeah. Maybe if you had your own TV show, you guys, they would have made you. <laughs> maybe like, if we filmed our wedding, they would have yeah, let maybe. us. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, okay, final story is a little tech news because we're just like such a well-rounded show. We talk about all the things. Twitter is working on an edit button. So as any true blue Twitter user knows, the divide over the social network adding an edit button is the deepest ideological ravine of our time. I'm at techcrunch.com. Relax. (laughs) So they're thinking about adding an edit button, which is like crazy. Definitely something I could have used in high school when I was tweeting offensive things about literally everyone. Um, And I just feel like it's a little late. Okay, wait, but also, did you hear that Elon Musk basically, like, bought Twitter? We reported on that yesterday. Basically, he became, because it's a publicly traded company, he became the biggest shareholder. He just bought billions of dollars of shares, and now he owns 9% of the company. And then Twitter was, like, open to working with him, so they gave him a, a board seat. 
So does that mean he like walks in and he's like, I want this, this, and this changed? And like, is he behind the edit button? So I don't know if he's behind it, but I do imagine having a board seat comes with a lot of power. So if you wanted something done, like having a board seat would be a great place to start. So you can go back to previous tweets, click edit, and be like, no, I actually love Jay-Z. Right, and like, I guess it probably would say edited. Like on Instagram, if you edit the caption, it. it does say edited. Um, it does? Yeah. Really small. Wait, I don't love that. No, I know. I've also never noticed that. Because I always have a typo, so it's my, every single one of my captions are edited. Well, one of my girlfriends will always text me and be like, you should have made the caption this. Mm. And I'm like, fuck. That literally <laughs> just happened to me, 100%. I'm like, you're so right. That's so much funnier. I know. You know also, sometimes, like, if you post something with like a mediocre caption and like all, all like podcast fans are like really funny and smart like, yeah so they're always like dropping hilarious comments and yep. i'm like literally bitch i'm taking that from my caption <laughs> no, i'm like i'm literally Thanks, girl, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um so i just for me and this is what we were talking about yesterday like twitter as a social media platform is so irrelevant yeah um i don't really feel like any update they make is going to change the landscape of social media moving forward i just like don't care about twitter do you tweet like no for, you don't live tweet your show or anything no rubble liberties love to do that especially no. the housewives i feel like i would only ever go on twitter to like maybe i'll follow some comedians that tweet something funny mm -hmm. or like maybe look up a pop culture story but like i don't care what like diplomats are tweeting no you I know? know like i don't care it's just not <laughs> my personal niche and i find like the the only time I really use Twitter is like when there's breaking news. Like yesterday yeah. there was like a Joe Rogan death hoax. Like they're always doing that on Twitter. <laughs> like, and that's why when like them people die, like I remember when there were reports that Kobe died. I'm like, there's no way. There's always these hoaxes on Twitter. So it's like, you don't believe it. I feel like it's like the girls that kept diaries in middle school and I was just never a diary girl. No. And I'm not really like, like, you, like, like well-read. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. like, I don't really know how to like, I've the fact that I put a book together is beyond mind blowing. Cause like, I can't even put together like a tweet that like makes sense. I literally read half a book this year and it was Craig's. Book? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. We actually have it over here. I've been meaning to read it. Craig came out with a book. Craig came out with a book and there's literally two chapters about like him and his ex-girlfriend. I was like, oh. I feel like, is it rude if I don't read it? Was I feel it like, about Naomi? Yes. And I felt like I was actually reading his diary. I was like, I feel like I it's shouldn't read this. You should like tell me if you want to tell me. What is your relationship with, with Naomi like? She is, first of all, she's stunning. Stunning, in, obsessed. Like in person. Like obviously she's stunning on Instagram, but like in person, she's even prettier. Um, she's very nice, very lovely. Like you know, he, she is his ex-girlfriend, so it's right. not, not like, be best friends. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, <laughs> Let's like, what do you think about the sex? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, did he do this to you? You know, like, I'm not going to do that, but like, I can be in a room with her and it's of like course. totally normal and of like course. fine, but. Well, actually, I was reading some stuff about Craig's book where he was talking about that, um, you know, at the beginning of the show on Southern Charm, yeah. he was having like an Adderall problem, which I yeah. thought was really interesting. And I think it happens to a lot of reality stars. Absolutely. And he was, well, I was like looking at pictures from when he was first on. I was like, so he's skinny. so skinny. Yeah. And I was like, and I feel like as girls and like going to college, we know exactly what that is. Right. Like no, you're on Adderall. No one told you? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also one more question I logistically had to ask you before we keep going. It appears as though when you guys wake up in the morning after a party, everyone cleans except for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to know, like, is that a bad edit or are you just not cleaning? So like both, <laughs> but also people are so mad about there, it. I got that question like a thousand times. And I you. will take, if that is the one thing that like they're taking bad from me from the show, it's it like she's it lazy. I'm like totally fine. Yeah. Um, I don't help clean or set up as much as everyone else, but like I do do it. But some people are like, so crazy does it bother it. the other housemates no they don't give a shit they yeah like i feel like a lot of tv shows like what specifically when i think back on jersey shore so many of the fights were like we did dinner you guys have to do the dishes it's always like housework was like, becoming we have a cleaning person so that was the <laughs> other question is like do, do you guys because it gets really clean after like yeah the when weekend. we leave on sunday someone comes in during the week and, and like, they clean it and they clean it and like do you guys think that when bravo puts a deposit down for the house that they get it back Absolutely not. No, because when Amanda was talking about like the ripped um I don't think pillow, so. Yeah, no. But like we yeah. I don't know any of like those logistical things, but just from like attending a frat party a few times in my life, I don't think we get I don't think so either. A deposit box. Me neither. Um okay, well those were the fast five. Congratulations on making it through your first fast five. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that with me. And I'm gonna hold you ransom for twenty more minutes okay. because today's Wednesday. 
And that's Dear Toasters. So if you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. We'll always keep it anonymous for you. If you're having any issues at work, at home, with your boyfriend, whatever it is, you know, your boss is hoarding water bottles in the basement. I don't know. <laughs> Shit happens. Write in to us, deartoasters at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to guide you through. We're just two girls trying to do our best. So Dear Toasters is brought to you by Catalina Crunch. If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch cereal has the crunch you crave without any of the empty carbs. It's absolutely delicious. Most zero sugar food doesn't taste delicious, but Catalina Crunch really nailed it. They're zero sugar, low carb, and keto friendly. Plus it packs a whopping 11 grams of plant-based protein and nine grams of fiber per serving. Taste for, your, taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five stars. They've got eight crave-worthy flavors to choose from, like nostalgia-inducing cinnamon toast dark chocolate creamy chocolate peanut butter and if you're not sure which flavor to try first then try the variety pack that's what they're there for they're gluten-free grain-free non-gmo only real clean ingredients nothing artificial so if you're a mindless snacker like me and you just like watch a lot of tv and just want to shove food down your mouth um catalina crunch is a great option because it's way healthy and super delicious see why catalina crunch cereal is the fastest growing cereal brand in america go to catalinacrunch.com slash toast for 15 percent off your first order plus free shipping that's catalinacrunch.com slash toast again if you're not sure which flavor to start with try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it again that's catalinacrunch.com slash toast for 15 percent off your first order plus free shipping it's a fucking catalina wine mixer okay <laughs> first up someone's writing in Paige and Claudia, bless you both for helping me. When this scenario came up, I knew I needed to write in immediately. The drama. Yeah, like, I love you it. You are like a Danielle Steele novel. <laughs> we are very happy. Oh, no, sorry. I skipped a line. I'm an East Coast girly, but relocated to the West Coast, and I met my now husband here. We are very happy in California, but it's expensive. My parents, hus my husband's parents have a few rental homes in San Diego, San Diego, and they offered to sell us one of them under market value. Hmm. The house they want to sell us is beautiful, modern, and it has a view of the water, but it's next door to them. My husband is considering it, and I am naturally most concerned about having any boundaries with living so close to them. My husband's dad also travels quite a bit for work, and I notice his mom reaches out a lot when his dad is gone, and he wants, to keep, wants us to keep her company, so I can imagine what she would expect with us next door. Part of me feels like this could be a recipe for disaster, but I'm curious if you think differently. Thank you so much in advance. Well, my first thought is, you said they have a lot of rental homes, so are any of the other ones available that aren't next door to them? Right. Because that could be the problem solver. Okay, I might have an unpopular opinion. I would love it. Really? I would love it because once they start having kids, yes, get right on over to your grandma's That's house. That's number one, like, for sure. Get out of my house. Yeah. Go. Go. So I love that. Also, I love my mom so much. So like, if she was next door... Okay, but what if it was Craig's mom? Like, you know, love her even more. Yeah, no, I actually agree. I guess it depends on what the relationship is with your in-laws. Like, if you yeah. fucking hate them, like, this is obviously not good. But if you, I agree, first of all, like, if you have kids and your in-laws live next door, like, right. goodbye. You're done. I have always said to Craig, I'm sending my kids to Delaware for the first five years of their life. Yes. To, like, learn how to be nice, mm -hmm. normal people. Yep. And then we'll take them back. A hundred percent. I've been thinking about that a lot lately because, you know, Jackie just had a baby and, like, I love my in-laws and I'm, like, actually feeling so grateful for them because I'm, like, yeah. you know, when I have a baby, like, here yeah. you go help when I go on tour like I drop my dog off and they love Theo yeah. and they're super like they're excited they're they, it's not like a burden for them even though right. I feel like I'm burdening them so like this could be great when I have a kid like goodbye like I also I feel like okay yes if the mother's husband is like going away yeah you're gonna she's gonna come over for dinner and stuff but like she's not gonna like walk into the bedroom when you right. guys are like having sex yeah you didn't really paint a good picture of what this woman's like because yeah. if she she might be like that so like if right. that's the case hard no but i don't know i'm a sucker for a bargain on a home yeah and you know in every home buying experience there's a give and a take you know right and you're getting an undervalued under market value house and so what you gotta have dinner with your in-laws once a month yeah. it's not a big deal and you have a babysitter next door i know free daycare yeah. is not something you should take lightly but I maybe like maybe she's not even thinking about having kids yet you know i don't that's know that's true that's true I think uh, I think it's fine. I think it's fine also. And like, if it's really not fine, you make something up and you move. Yeah, hundred percent. We have a rat problem. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then going I guess on. once you live there, like, will they take offense when you do end up moving? Like, if you move, then it's like you have to explain to them, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, they, you, there is a potential huge family fight stirring I, that we're like, we'll put a camera crew yeah. in there <laughs> just so you can watch it. No, I know, but it does have water views. So, yeah. Hello. In San Diego, like, that's hard to find. Yeah. I think you should just take the house. Like, also, they should really just give it to you, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. Hello, girlies. I'm in a bit of a pickle. Our best friend just got engaged to our other best friend. His name is Maverick. Maverick threw a surprise engagement party for her with an open bar. We all traveled across what the country. What a name. Well, okay, so it's actually uh, a reference to my New York Times bestselling book. Um, when I talked about the first boyfriend, like the first boy I ever loved, like when I was okay. in seventh grade, his name was something, but I had to change a name. So um, the publisher was like, you need to come up with a name. And I'm like, and you came up with I, I got really flustered because <laughs> it was like last minute. I was like, Maverick, because <laughs> the, the boy's original name started with an M, so like I wanted to keep it similar. So I was like, Maverick. I don't know where the fuck it came from. <laughs> I kind of so love it. Every time someone writes in, they name their fake boyfriend Maverick. Oh, okay, it's like so that. embarrassing. Okay, so Maverick threw a surprise engagement party um, with an open bar. We all traveled across the country, bought flights, hotels, gas, etc. The party was amazing. Our best friend was so happy. Fast forward a week later, we receive a group email from Maverick asking if we could contribute money to the food, drinks, and cost of the space he rented for the party. No. Keep in mind, half of the people in attendance at the party weren't even on the email chain, which begs the question, why are we paying for other people's food and alcohol as well? You can say we are a bit surprised. We just feel it's a little tacky since we traveled to the destination and he's asking for the money for the party that he planned. Plus, the amount he's asking is way more than what we would have in, than, than what we individually ate slash drank while in attendance. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think we should contribute money? Should we ignore the email and pretend we never saw it? Do we just continue to contribute the amount of money that we feel we spent? Are we the cheap ones if we don't pay anything? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. We promise to follow up with an update once we've solved this pickle. Sincerely, two confused toasters who are potentially the cheap ones. You are not cheap at all. Literally, this is the most chutzpah thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. The audacity. The audacity. Do not respond to this email. No. Ignore. Your life choice. Someone else's life choices are not your responsibility. Like, you show up to a party as a guest and you spent a lot of money to be there like fuck off also a surprise engagement party is no different than like a surprise birthday party yeah it could have been her birthday and he was throwing her a party would he have asked you for money for that you no know, and the thing is like we are all just trying to survive and like live no, live literally. within our live within our means i'd and love to know how much he was asking for i know so if you like overspent it's really not on your friends right. to help you out of that pickle. Like, that was a life choice. We're adults. You're getting married. Like, you, these are things you have to learn. Financial health. Yep. Responsibility. Like, that's on you, bitch. Like, yep. sorry. No. Also, I just feel like that if you couldn't afford it, then don't throw the party. Right. Or, like, make some cutbacks, you know? Or don't right. have it be open bar. Right. If I'm showing up to a party, like, I want to drink. And so if I have to pay for one, I'll pay for it. Yeah. A but cash I bar's hate always going... Something that's wedding related that's not open bar. Oof. Okay, but I do have to say it's an engagement party, not right. a wedding. So that's I do true. believe a wedding should be open bar. And like for me, that's my priority. So I would yeah. cut budget on other things. Like, I'd have no flowers. Right, no flowers, <laughs> like no DJ, no anything, no lights, just for <laughs> yeah. the bar because that's my priority. Right. So for an engagement party, I do think you can get away with a cash bar. I do. Yeah. Um, but this is so tacky. Like, yeah. So he's worried about being tacky. So he doesn't open bar. But then he's not worried about being tacky. And he'll email all of his friends being like, hey, can you bet me $100? Like, no. And I feel like it was more than $100. Of course. And she said he wrote like half the party. But then it's like, how do you decide which people should give money and which people shouldn't? Also, like, then when all of those people get invites to the wedding, they're going to be like, fuck this. Are we going to pay for it? No. And like, like weddings are, being a guest of someone at a wedding is so expensive. If it's a destination wedding, you spend so much money yep. on flights, hotels, and then the gift, if you're in the bridal party, you have the bridal shower. It's like so much money you spend on other people's wedding. Yep. So to ask for even more to contribute to like the fund for the engagement party is like, really chutzpah like right. I don't like it like they're gonna have to go to her shower right. they're gonna have to get her a wedding yeah just being a wedding guest in general is like really pricey yeah don't invite me don't invite <laughs> me that's the thing it's like I people don't know the favor they do me when they don't invite yeah. me to their wedding like Hannah's not having a wedding party and the first thing I said was God bless, bless you. God bless. Like, thank you so much. No, and unless I'm like your best friend or family, yeah. I usually will reply no to a wedding because I don't want to take up space. You get charged per person. I'm like, yeah. I'm not really happy for this couple. So like, when no, the pandemic it. happened, I got chopped from so many weddings. How I was like, God bless. You. Love. This is amazing. Amazing. Like, 
I just don't really like weddings unless I'm like really invested in the couple. Yeah. Then it's like I'm taking up space from someone else who could have been there and it's pricey the more people you have. Yeah. So I feel like I'm always doing people a favor when I say no. And I'm just sitting there really judging everything being like I would never have that. Yeah, no, of course. And I'm always sitting like my wedding was better. My feet hurt. Like the steak is gross. Like can we go home now? Yeah. It's always like how much time has passed that it's then an appropriate time to leave because you can't leave too early. Right. And like Jewish weddings are really long. Oh yeah, Jewish weddings are very well. You have you guys have a very long ceremony. Yes. Well, you can get it done quickly. My ceremony was about an hour. Yeah. Um, and my favorite part of the wedding is um, one of my friends' moms like took this great video of like me and Ben smashing the glass and yeah. kissing. So she sent it to me like a week after the wedding, and I was like so excited. I'm listening. <laughs> She's filming, and finally everyone gets up and stands once you kiss. And one of Ben's friends in the background is like, oh my God, that was so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I know, I it's love like the that. best video. It's true, I like also, it was long. I love Jewish weddings because when you're doing the ceremony, your family's up there. Yes. I love that. I think it's there. all your immediate family's like under the chuppah, which yeah, I think is nice too. Yeah, I think that's really nice. Yeah, actually, I love Jewish weddings, but they are long. Like that's They're, just a fact of life. But they are very fun. Very fun. And like lots of My liquor. most fun weddings have been Jewish weddings. Yeah, no, and like they're, they're, in my opinion, the perfect balance of like really meaningful in the beginning and then yeah. like diabolical crazy yeah, at the, at the end, end. <laughs> okay so i don't remember what advice we gave you but do not fucking answer that email no third and final one i've been dating my boyfriend for two and a half years let's call him craig okay we currently live together everything has gone so well he's a p john which stands for precious gem of a man he treats <laughs> me like a princess and i know we will get married one day and we speak about it constantly his family is amazing loves me so much i love them yada 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 I thought my family felt the same way about my boyfriend, but last weekend with my mom, she asked me about my Easter plans. And we don't really do anything for Easter, and I had agreed to go with my boyfriend to his grandma's. My mom flipped out on me and said, just so I know, just so I know, you'll probably be doing whatever Craig wants for the rest of his life. <laughs> and this girl says, she, I was so taken aback and confused because I have a great relationship with my mom. Her opinion means so much to me, and she accused me of spending all my time with my boyfriend and his family, and then falsely accused him of not wanting me to spend time with my own family. She then specifically brought up a time where I had gone to my aunt's house with my entire family. Everyone was drunk, having a good time. It was almost 11 o'clock. We'd been there for hours, and I was borderline blackout, pretty much blackout, <laughs> and I don't remember leaving. My boyfriend made me leave because I was wasted. And yeah. now my mom mom was like looking back on that and took it as my boyfriend trying to control me and made me leave my aunt's house early Ooh. even though I don't get to see them often my mother then said so when you wonder why we don't care for Craig that's one of the reasons I'm absolutely devastated about this entire thing I haven't spoken to my mom since Saturday and it's now Tuesday I haven't spoken to my boyfriend about this I know he would be heartbroken I just can't ever imagine my boyfriend's family speaking about me in this way I have no clue what to do what do I say to my mom do I tell my boyfriend any advice on how to mend the situation would be the greatest help. Sincerely, a toaster with mommy issues. Sounds like your mom's really toxic, honestly. Wait, it sounds exactly like her mom knows that she's going to marry this guy and she's kind of like losing her baby and this is like her trying to... Salvage. Like freaking out about it. Yeah, that's true. But like, how do you fix this? This is insane. No, I know. I literally like, changed my name fucking... and move. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever, like family infighting. Like, you never want to be a part of that. Um, and it sounds like Craig is a great guy. And his name is Craig, so like, how bad could it be? I feel like you also can't tell Craig this. No, no, because then in his mind forever, it'll always be like, oh, her mom, even if things are going well, oh, her mom doesn't, like, actually like me. Do not tell him. Like, figure it out on your own. I feel like she has to talk to her mom, and then for, like, maybe a couple weeks do some family things with her family. I know, but then it's like you're rewarding your mom for her toxic behavior. That's true. I know, and I I'm just like so stubborn. Like if you're like this, your mom is wrong. Right. You also and have to respect for your mom. you've been for two years and you live with him. Like what did she think right, was going to happen? Right now it's all, now suddenly you don't like him? Yeah. Like this is the conversation you have when you just meet someone. I think she has to have a real conversation with her mom being, and say like, are you being serious when you say right. you don't like him. Like, this is annoying because like we're going to get married so let's just like iron this out now. Communication yeah. is key and it's hard to communicate because like you always want to be respectful of your elders and you really do value and respect your mom but you have to be like you know. Right. Obviously you, be you know Craig's not like controlling me. Right. Like me going home at 11 from my aunt's house because I'm blacked out isn't me being in a controlling relationship it's just me having to go home because yeah. you want me to throw up on my aunt's it's carpet. Actually him being really nice. Yeah right like because <laughs> nobody wants awful. me to stay here any yeah. longer because it's going to turn diabolical. So talk to your mom figure it out do not tell your boyfriend because like it'll just ruin things. Yeah men forward. are so just like dramatic. And they're just so like one track mind like he'll just remember forever F, that yeah. like the one time your mom didn't like you and if you guys are together for 50 years like there's just yeah. there's no reason 
to make it bad. But thank you for writing in. Thank you to everyone who wrote in and trusting us with your quandaries. If you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. And if you want to update us on something that we helped you with, like, let us know. You guys leave us hanging all the time. Like, just write a fucking email. Quandary is a great word. It's uh, pretty much the word I use every time for dear toasters. And I'm not 100% sure if it's, like, the right <laughs> one. So I, like, breeze right by it. I'm like, your quandaries and your queries. And I'm like... I don't know if that's the I right think word. It's like a science podcast. It's, it's like so Game of Thrones. Quandary. <laughs> yeah. um, Paige, I really can't express my gratitude enough for you for being here. You are everything of a sort, as we oh like my to God. say. I feel the same way about you. Thank you for even like thinking of me to have me on. Honestly, you were top of mind and the toasters would have slit my throat if I didn't have <laughs> you. And I'm so glad we finally got you on. You yes, did amazing, you. sweetie. Thank you. Everyone, follow Paige on Instagram for premium fashion content. Oh, also, do you have a new line coming out with Amazon? Is that what I saw on your Instagram? I actually have one today. <gasps> And then I have my Amazon drop is coming out. So Amazon drop is like your own line of clothing. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I have a live today and then my line comes out in May. That is so sick. Yeah, I'm excited. So Fashion Girly, host of the Giggly Squad podcast, available everywhere with Hannah, who was, remember, you guys here on Friday. And you're also going on tour. So just follow Paige on Instagram for premium content left, right, and center. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us more than Toast, five-star review, but our beautiful settings, smart we are. Have an amazing day, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow remotely with Jackie O finally making her return. Bye. How do you do that? <laughs>